I'll go home as a beggar and ever be your wife. He kissed her and hugged. Hey, stop! She wasn't doing anything! <laughs> I'm Mary. And I'm Katie, and this is The Housewife Did It, and we will be getting into some Taylor Swift stuff today. Um, also some Vanderpump Rules, Love is Blind, and then that girl that said she was Madeline McCann. So, um, anything before we get started? Um, just like quick news, nothing that's like needs to get a deep dive, but Colton Underwood got married yesterday um, to his boyfriend, or well, I guess now his husband, um... <laughs> I think his name is Jacob Brown. <laughs> we'll fact check that. Somebody. Colton Underwood got married yesterday. Also, Sydney from The Bachelor got married yesterday. Wow. Um, yeah. Oh, and Brandon and Serene broke up. Oh, yeah, up. Brandon and Serene broke up, and um, Pump is closing. Yeah, what a, a mixed bag rundown <laughs> that yeah. was. Okay, so lots of Taylor Swift news to get into. I'll start with a quick recap i was at nashville night two we got for our surprise songs we got out of the woods and 15. 15 was cute because abigail the redhead mentioned in the song was there at the concert so cuteness videos of her mm -hmm. surfaced later obviously didn't see her while we were there phoebe bridgers and taylor performed nothing new from red taylor's version from the vault um, it was so good. I love that song. I was so excited. I have since ventured into more Phoebe Bridgers. I like her. I just haven't done a deep dive into her music. There was no rain for us on night two, but uh, as people have probably seen, night three had a five hour rain delay. Still performed <coughs> in the lightning and thunder. Kind of scary, but yeah. she's never gonna Friend not mine perform. was at night three and she um, was had to take off work the next two days because she got home so late and mm -hmm. then she got really sick yeah. from being out in the rain. Yeah. They were up till two and obviously quite damp. Mm -hmm. But also, uh, what a fun experience. Yeah. I would probably have been a little too stressed. Yeah. Cramped in the club level with that many people. Yeah. But what a story, I guess. <laughs> okay. Into the Joe Alwyn rumors, which seem like old news at this point mm -hmm. now with the Maddie Healy rumors. But we'll, we got to start with Joe. So rumors circulating that he possibly cheated, whether that was the demise of their relationship or not, not sure. But the rumor is that he cheated with a co-star, Emma Laird. Emma had posted on Instagram in April of some photos, and one was of him with some green scooters, and she said, moments from March as her caption. But the background with the green scooters on it looks really similar to a photo she posted in January when him and Taylor were still together. Mm -hmm. So this got people thinking, were they him and Emma together in January? No, I guess they could have been physically together, but not anything <clears throat> nefarious. But yeah, I don't know necessarily that the scooters mean anything. Mixed with all the other things, it's a little sussy. So Dumas also reported that their relationship started struggling at the beginning or like at the announcement and leading up to the Eras tour. So it seems that they decided to take a break during her tour. 
let her focus on her tour. Dumois also says that Taylor believes Joe is the one that leaked the news of their breakup. Some fans are really, really vocal about they don't believe that he leaked it. I don't know if that means they don't believe that Taylor believes that or if they just don't believe that he did. I also think people really did love Joe, so it's a hard breakup for the fans. Yeah. Um, I had no idea that he was an actor. Yeah, I didn't either. And so the cheating with a co-star, I was like, a co-star of what? (laughs) Yeah, I haven't even looked into what they were into or in together. It does seem pretty true to me that the relationship did not end super great. Taylor went on like a couple lunches and dinners with various friend groups with like Gigi Hadid and the Hyam sisters and they immediately after that lunch unfollowed Joe. She had a dinner with Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. And immediately after they had unfollowed, or Ryan, and I don't think Blake ever followed him, um, but Ryan had unfollowed. And it, it may not be significant that like Taylor's brother or her close girlfriends would unfollow her ex when they're not together. Yeah. But apparently Ryan Reynolds and Joe had like been friends and had like a yeah. pretty good relationship. So to me, that rings some bells, some alarm bells that Ryan Reynolds, a good friend of Joe's, would unfollow after hanging out with Taylor. So I don't know. Not super amicable sounding. Yeah. Rumors about the Midnight's album. Yeah. There's this idea that like if you listen to the Midnight's album from like a retrospective point of view that it sounds like a breakup album. That like it just sounds like kind of going down memory lane. Like here's what the good parts of our relationships here's how it started but like kind of like saying goodbye to the relationship i also think though that if you listen to anything from a retrospective point of view Mm -hmm. that it could sound that way um but a couple people have said like oh this is people have said like i can't wait for the breakup album and other people like i think this was the breakup album like it's so different from the songs about him and lover or reputation that it's clearly like memories but there's no like evidence to that being true yeah i mean i think obviously we don't know the timeline of like things starting to go downhill um, yeah. The reported timeline isn't till January, which would have been after Midnight's was even released, so certainly after it yeah. was written. But I also think that, like, that's assuming that Taylor writes in, like, a super literal sense, and that, mm-hmm. like, everything she... Like, I feel like her albums since being with Joe have always included, like, some breakup songs, some yeah. not. So I don't, I don't personally believe that that's what it was. I will say Midnight Rain has like mm-hmm. always seemed like I broke his heart because he was nice and it like seemed like it could be about Joe but also yeah. obviously sounds like a breakup yeah. but I also yeah I think Taylor's just a little too creative for me to assume that mm-hmm. that's exactly what it means but I'll never say never they've been together a long time so this could have been something they saw coming I guess yeah on to the next Maddie Healy from the 1975. Originally, was gonna say, sources are saying that they're together, but we don't really need the sources anymore. They're literally out at dinners holding hands. He's with her family, going to her condo. This is something. So, the sources that we now don't need did say that they like each other, and yeah, that it's not serious, at least for now. Mm -hmm. Um, Yep, there were pictures of them going back to her condo in Nashville after night two, which he was at with Gigi, I think. In Philadelphia, the first night he was um, with Lake Lively and her kids, and the second night he was with Taylor's parents. Okay. 
Yeah, so also sources say that it was Jack Antonoff, a mutual producer for Taylor and the 1975, mm-hmm. that reconnected them. In the past, Taylor has played with the 1975. This isn't, like, super random. They've had musical connections. Obviously, they share a producer. And in the past... Uh, Mm -hmm. around 2015 I can't figure out when the original statement was made because there's been like Mm -hmm. apology statements since but around 2014 or 2015 Maddie Healy denied dating Taylor saying that it would be emasculating he later explained that he was just in a place where he feared that being seen as someone's boyfriend probably someone as big as Taylor Swift would overshadow his own success which by itself sounds really reasonable that's not it though with Maddie Healy. Maddie Healy has made some racist comments, Mm -hmm. some xenophobic comments, like, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, On interview shows, he made some comments questioning the ethnicity of Ice Spice on the Adam Friedland show. I don't even know what that is. Which is also, like, is it his business? Yeah. None of your business. It's not, like, not just, like, racist, but, like... Who cares? (laughs) Yeah. He did tweet about Black Lives Matter Mm -hmm. post, but around the time of George Floyd's uh, murder and linked his own music to the tweet, which people did not love because they felt that he was using the movement to promote his band, which, mm, fair. There's a concert that I found a clip of where he started to say, this isn't going to be racist, and then the band just started Mm -hmm. playing music over him. Um, That was like a trend that he did, I think, because there's another clip from a different concert, but for the same song, where he says, you know the Chinese, and then again the band cuts it and starts playing the music, so it seems like he, like that's like a bit for his their shows is for him to like start with a racist comment and then get cut off by the band like seeming like it's funny that he's not gonna actually say it yeah but like which seems to be the thing with maddie healy is like is he just a rock star who's like just being a little chaotic on stage and that's just his stage personality obviously people have questioned like is that really who he is i think it's like no one really wants to see taylor associated with someone like that but also it's like hard to assume that Taylor would want to be friends with even someone right. if that is how they were on the reg. Right. So. I think, I think I said this to you that like I feel like I have to like trust that Taylor Swift like vets the people she is seen with and that like surely he can't be like this and she approve of him enough to like date him publicly or whatever. But then I also feel like if someone shows you who they are, believe them. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't know, it's a little like jarring for me mm-hmm. to see her with him knowing that like there's these problematic things that have been said about him for a really long time. But then I also want to like trust that like she is she's a really good person and she's a really good celebrity to look up to she's really good about like her being vocal about her political beliefs and stuff mm-hmm. so like i want to believe that like she wouldn't hang around with someone that's like that but then like he's been so public about it mm-hmm. but, like she is hanging around with someone like that's like i don't know yeah and i think also like her friends like Gigi hadid hangs out with him yeah. and phoebe bridgers ha- hangs out with him and he played music during her opening for taylor Swift and there's actually a photo that Phoebe Bridgers posted on her own Instagram of Maddie Healy holding her boobs and it just seems like if all of these women are so comfortable with him and so comfortable being his friends then well I haven't even gotten into the lady things yet but it just seems like he must be a better person off the stage 
been on. But yeah, that's that's kind of the other part is he's been known for kissing fans, even reports of sucking on their fingers. Yeah. It is said that he gets consent first, but a little bit strange. Maddie Healy has made comments that he feels sexualized by fans when he's on the stage. So it seems like a little bit of a strange choice to suck on their fingers. Yeah. Yeah. I also think we need to, like, mention that there have been some fans who say that he has made advances on them or, like, sexually harassed or assaulted them without consent. There aren't as many reports of that as with consent, but I think that it's important to, like, note that not everyone is saying the same thing about how he begins that behavior Mm -hmm. that sometimes it is unwanted yeah and the fans who have said that have all been i believe under age which uh doesn't really matter at that point if you got consent um which is like a whole other thing about like maybe the intention isn't to suck on the fingers of underage girls but when you have randos getting up on stage and you don't know their age it's maybe just not smart i don't know i also think like as much as we're saying it is very possible taylor that he is yeah. a different person on stage than he is around his friends. These people seem to ride for him. Mm-hmm. They like him. But I also just, Taylor Swift has worked so hard yeah. on like an image and she's such like a good yeah. person. We just watched her defend yeah. someone at her show because a man, a male security guard tried to stop her from touching the railing. And right. so it just seems like you would not want to be affiliated. But yeah. back to okay. the non-seriousness, people have said like, this may just be her sowing her wild oats, being yeah. single. She's been in a relationship for six years. Yeah. It's time to let her freak flag fly. Yeah. If all of the rest isn't enough, they, both Maddie Healy and Taylor Swift at separate concerts, mouth to presumably each other, since they both did mm-hmm. it, and said, this is about you. You know who you are. I love you. Which seems... Serious. Serious. <laughs> but I think they've been, like, friends. Like, I don't know. She could love him in, like, a different way, I guess. Yeah. I have seen that some fans over the past, like, week or two are coming around to this. Yeah. But generally, people are not thrilled. I think people are not happy with Jack Antonoff. I don't know if he's done anything else or if it's just for the reconnecting of them. Yeah. But, yeah, that's all I've got on Maddie Healy. I do have... Yeah. Okay, one more thing about Taylor Swift, Mary, that I saw and I don't think I've mentioned yet. There's a possible rumored book coming. Yes. So, yeah, basically, there's a book up for pre-order on Barnes & Noble, Amazon, I don't know, maybe everywhere, um, with no author, no title, no image, but says it's a memoir. Mm-hmm. And it has already, I haven't, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but sold, like, the most pre-orders on Amazon, or whatever. Mm-hmm. The most could be not the right statistic, but a shit ton of yeah. orders. And it's set to release June 13th has 544 pages. Five plus four plus four is 13. The other part of this is that when Taylor announced Speak Now Taylor's version, she put Dear Reader Mm -hmm. in the announcement. So people feel... Which is not a Speak Now song. Right. Not a Speak Now song. People feel that this is her memoir. Yeah. Here's my thoughts. (laughs) Either that is someone else's memoir and they're the luckiest motherfucker in the world because everyone is pre-ordering their book or it's Taylor Swift. Yeah. I feel like when people who are not like Taylor Swift fans hear things like that, they're like, okay. What a reach. What Mm -hmm. the hell are you talking about? Like that's not, there's no way. But then as a Taylor Swift fan, you're always like a little bit like, "Mm, okay. But then like you see other things that she does and you're like, "Mm, no, that like makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like 
actually. Like, you can't put anything past her. Yeah. As far as hidden things. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's definitely possible. And I also think that, like, the Swifties have just, like, a knack for figuring this stuff mm-hmm. out. I was... I believe I them. The other day that was, like, someone was saying... Yeah. Someone was saying that the song You Need to Calm Down is, like, about Taylor being bi and, like, it's, like, a message to her younger self who, like, tried to suppress it, which, like, I guess makes sense, but if she is, she hasn't come out yet, so it's mm-hmm. still, like, a little bit depressed, I guess. But they were like, look at the color of her jacket, the color of her hair in this music video, and I'm like, yeah, like, I feel like clearly that's what it's about. Like, her jacket, her hair, everything is literally black. And so, like, like fans pick up on those things, like, so quickly, and I feel like Taylor Swift fans are almost always right mm-hmm. about those theories, and so, like, I would not be surprised if all those people get a Taylor Swift memoir in the mail mm-hmm. on June 13th. Yeah, the track record for Swifties is good. She does love yeah. to scheme. I will say, 500 pages for a memoir is really long so there are i guess a couple options maybe that's not the real page count um yeah and it is just a clue maybe it includes pictures or something um or she wrote a 500 page memoir so i guess we'll see but i will not be pre-ordering and uh or ordering until i know what it is yeah but good for those people that are ready to yeah. risk it all. They go hard for her. Yeah, as they should. She goes hard for us, so. Yeah. She didn't do anything. That security guard is probably really, really hating himself right now. Yeah. Okay, we're moving on. Okay. To Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, like, I remember I was texting you during that show, and then my best friend was texting me, and she's like, what is happening on this episode? Because, like, this is, like, one of the episodes that it's like very clear this was already in the like lineup of episodes like we were going to see the majority of this episode regardless like i know that there's been like editing and and all of that and like recutting things but like I just don't understand, like, how the plan or whatever the plan was that, like, Tom Schwartz was, like, hinting at of, like, afterwards, like, whatever. Like, how are you ever going to come clean and, like, expect people to be like, oh, this was, like, a very normal Tom and Ariana broke up, Raquel stepped in and comforted him and they just got together and like that's normal and that's okay Mm -hmm. and nothing ever happened before that (laughs) like like they were setting themselves up for failure the whole time which Mm -hmm. is funny because like in his interviews after guys night it is like so clear that Mm -hmm. he's like setting himself up to break up with ariana and like it's just crazy to me like how stupid they were to Mm -hmm. think that that was gonna be enough and work and like people are just gonna be like okay yeah well I really do think like that was probably his plan was like break up with Ariana and then me and Raquel will just conveniently end up together obviously Mm -hmm. like you're saying like if everyone on the show was already suspicious when you started dating Raquel even if it's months later they were gonna think like that's fucking shady you must have already been doing that but Tom Sandoval has never minded rumors so long Mm -hmm. as they're not proven true so I think he will, like, he yeah. will just take it to the grave. He would have just been like, fine that y'all think that, but we weren't. Like, we weren't yeah. hooking up. It didn't happen till after, and he would have been ready to take that shit to the grave. And I think, yeah. like, he still is acting like we don't know the truth about Miami Girl. Like, yeah, we don't. Like, no, we what? 
like everyone knows dude like we all know yeah, that's the least of your worries to admit right now yeah about the editing i had been mm-hmm. waiting so lala on her podcast give them lala had been mm-hmm. repeatedly saying like there's no editing there's been no editing like it's mm-hmm. it's the same like Whatever. But she did admit, which we pretty much could tell, but then I started to think, like, was this not edited? But the episode yeah. where she does, like, a whodunit style voiceover, yeah. where she's like, and then Ken Todd walks in. And she did confirm that that was re-edited, that they yeah. they asked her to come do this voiceover, um, which I think is, like, great, because she has said, I was the only one who thought it was weird, and even yeah. producers were telling me they are not hooking up, we don't believe you, you're just bitter because of Randall, like, it's not happening. So it's nice that the producers yeah. were like, we need, we need to call her back in because she's yeah. the only one who thought this was happening. Yeah, and I honestly would have believed that it wasn't re-edited because they've done those, mm-hmm. like, before. Like, I, there's one where, like, Jax does it and he's explaining that, like, oh, it was, like, no, I don't know. I think it was, like, Storch or Sandoval was talking about Jax. Yeah, I and think so. They were talking about, like, that Stassi, Kristen, and katie make up like this perfect team to take Jax down mm-hmm. when he cheated yep. on Brittany, mm-hmm. and they and they had done it at another point too but like they've done those like kind of voiceovers before and so like i i was like oh this is like something that they do and so like i really would have believed it mm-hmm. if it hadn't been re-edited but yeah. i think but yeah i think it's she's getting the recognition she deserves yeah for picking up on it mm-hmm. i'll also believe literally anything lala tells me so yeah also interesting so that conversation that lala had with ariana where she's talking to her about the barbecue and was like sandoval didn't leave and like you were upset with him and ariana like calls sandoval over lala also said on her podcast that ariana got very upset and production had to shut down for that conversation that Mm -hmm. when as soon as lala brought it to her ariana said i'm not doing this i'm done And shut production down, which I think not to give any credit to Tom Sandoval, let me be clear, Mm -hmm. but I think that it is a true statement that Tom and Ariana, perhaps mostly Ariana, did want to have a decent image on the show. That she did not want people to know all the bullshit, she did not want people to see them fighting, and she wanted to remain a united front with her man and just say, like, we're gonna handle this behind closed doors, I was upset with him, but, like, we don't need to talk about that on TV, Yeah. yeah, we're good, but they... Yeah, I mean, Lala referred to it as a meltdown from Mm -hmm. Ariana, which may or may not be fair. I obviously wasn't there. But Lala did say that originally that clip was not important enough to make it into the the episode. And then it was re-edited in. Which, of course, like, why would it be important that Sandoval stayed at a barbecue if if we didn't know what we know now? I wonder if, like, if the lightning bolt necklace thing was added in later i yeah i wonder too i could see like the the shopping date being included because mm-hmm. she was raquel was like talking about how like terry was so mean to me mm-hmm. um and i could see that like being something they want to keep in but like the actual like purchasing of the necklace felt like like it was dropped in for us yeah i feel like the only reason it like would have been in there originally was to show us that raquel just spent 780 dollars yeah on a necklace and to just kind of like mock her i don't know that it obviously the lightning bolt itself wouldn't have been relevant yeah except she's always been this tom tom stan loving the yeah. lightning bolt stuff so whatever what i also saw um kind of relevant kind of not hannah g from the bachelor uh had her bachelorette trip this weekend in vegas and on the first night she wore the dress 
that Raquel wore to Sheena's white party. Um, and in the picture where Brock commented all of the fire emojis, mm. and people were commenting on it, and they were like, "Not Raquel's dress." And she was like, "I don't know. I haven't seen it. Like, I didn't buy it for oh, that no. reason." Like, and like people were like, "The bad juju mm-hmm. of this dress." Like, and it looks so cute on her. And like, it was a, it's a really cute bachelorette party dress. But like, all of the comments were like, Raquel's dress. I will never wear Tinkerbell green ever again, Mm-mm. I guess. Well, so also Tom and the most extras are sucking, dying, yeah. having free shows, buy one, get one. I did see one where some girls came with some posters. Um, mm-hmm. It did say they eventually got kicked out with the posters that say worm with a mustache poo-poo head um which that's what i was just gonna say like i think that's funny that they like kick them out when like he's making jokes about it yeah on the stage if he can sing about raquel like come on now yeah like you really don't expect people to like like if you're in on the joke you shouldn't be bothered Mm -hmm. by the signs Mm-hmm. Unless you, like, aren't allowed to have signs, I guess. Like, that might be a possibility. When we went to the Lizzo concert, you couldn't have anything bigger than an 8 by 11 sign. So a piece of paper. Um, so when we first went through security, there were just posters in the trash, like, at every lane. Yeah. Because you could only get in with a piece of paper. Yeah. So, but they were, they seemed to be in there for a while with them yeah so yeah they obviously got in although who knows if there was even security dude if there's no tickets to process or seats that they have to sit in oh how sad howie mandel kept stroking his ego and saying like you're doing a tour you're doing so well for yourself ha ha howie he's performing for free yeah it's not like the Jonas Brothers that are about mm-hmm. to shut down Ticketmaster for the second time yeah. in the year. Anyway, Mary, did you watch that reunion trailer? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, the poo-poo heads! Um, I, like, to be honest, like, the part where she's like, don't look at me, you deserve to look at this, I was like, she was, like, she was in the dressing room, mm-hmm. like, looking at herself in the mirror, she's like, I'm gonna say this mm-hmm. the second he looks at me. And it was just, like, so perfect. Mm-hmm. And, like, I know that they, like, clip things together, but, like, I really hope that the, it was, as soon as she said that and he looks away, I'm like, I hope that's yeah i did love that like and i'm sure there will be more of people telling raquel how much it's not just selfishness but i loved that ariana was like no like this is like subhuman like like you're not disgusting this wasn't like selfish like you cheated on you you were a mistress for someone else you were a mistress for my man your best friend right in front of my face in my house like that's beyond selfish like come on yeah and like and and i think that it's crazy that she's still hanging on to like well lala and james did this too and like and like lala said like it's not the same Mm -hmm. thing and like it's just like asinine to me Mm -hmm. that she is on one hand being like i know i was so selfish Mm -hmm. and i I acted out on like things like that I wanted to do instead of thinking about others and blah blah blah. And like she's supposed to be there to take accountability, mm-hmm. but she's like, I don't want to hear from anyone else mm-hmm. that I did something wrong. Like we all know the difference between what Lala and James did and what Sheena did mm-hmm. and what Kristen Doty did, even mm-hmm. and what Raquel did. Yeah, and I think like the point that obviously her and Tom are always gonna miss is that like mistresses extramarital affairs cheating not new Mm -hmm. right not new Mm -hmm. on Vanderpump Rules we're not shocked 
the shock yeah. of it all is the Raquel and Ariana part. It's the best friend right. part. It's the amount the of time. Of it. Yeah, it's the amount of time yeah. that she committed to this lie to Ariana's face in Ariana's house while Ariana was confiding in her, while mm-hmm. Ariana was at home grieving her grandmother. It's it's the Raquel of it all yeah. in the best friend part. Like, it's just like... Right. And uh, we'll do this all day, but like, again, Raquel said her and James weren't really together until she lived mm-hmm. with him. So Lala fucked him while you weren't really together. Then why right. does it matter? Right. I don't understand. But it seems pretty clear that there's going to be... I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, because it's only a trailer, but it seems pretty clear mm-hmm. there's not going to be, like, a Mia culpa, tail between their legs, we were wrong mm-hmm. thing. No. Um, yeah, like, the, just the, the part where they're in, like, outside of his trailer, mm-hmm. and then, like, in his trailer, like, even the part for the finale episode where she's, like, laughing, like, oh, this didn't go like we had planned. I know, like, yeah. I... I feel like I just can't wrap my head around caring so little about other people and being so awful Mm -hmm. and just, like, trying to defend it. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't understand, like, how she does that. And, like, yeah, I just can't, like, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, and I think we all knew that was coming from Sandoval. A, because we've yeah. watched him for 10 seasons, and also because we listened to the Howie Mandel interview. Um, I think we all knew there was going to be no accountability on his part, but I, yeah. I, stupid me, <clears throat> thought that Raquel had enough capacity for embarrassment that yeah. she would be like, okay, at least for the cameras, I have to right. be apologetic. At least right. for the cameras, for my image... I have to be sorry. And, like, no. No, just does not care. I think if it had happened prior to this season, I think she would Mm -hmm. have. I think that she has worked so hard since she has come on the show to present herself as a little dumbass debutante. Mm-hmm. and like like she, truly the definition of like a sexy baby mm-hmm. like wants everyone to believe that she's just like so cute and sweet and innocent and pure and i think that prior to this season if it had come out that it had happened before all of this stuff with schwartz mm-hmm. i think that's exactly how it would have played out that she would have been like i think she would have stuck with the like i'm the victim in this situation mm-hmm. like tom took advantage of mm-hmm. me like i am so sorry but this season she totally flipped the script on who she is as a person Mm -hmm. to prove that like she is stronger than james she is stronger without james and that she is like putting forth this idea of like she's just like a total badass like single lady she can do whatever she wants and i think that that's why she's not apologetic about it i think that she's like now she's like i'm a different person now i put myself first and I'm going to keep doing that, even though I hurt someone, like, at this moment, like, beyond repair. hmm Yeah. And I think that she's just completely, like, trying, tried to rebrand herself in this season, and I think she's trying to keep up with that now instead. Yeah. Well, and I think that's also hard for me, because I'm going to say this thing that is going to sound like an excuse for her, but bear with me it's like the chicken or the egg like what came first did she start doing this and being unapologetic about it because of yes this type of person she's trying to yeah present herself as is like this badass 
that doesn't care and like oh I don't yeah. need to be I don't need to I couldn't do half the stuff I was doing if I was still running for Miss California like mm-hmm. and now that she's aged out of pageant she's like I can do whatever the fuck I want but I yeah. also think that there is some validity to the fact that she was manipulated by a narcissist yeah. and I think that this behavior is very in line with how he acts yeah and I don't think that that I think that I think that he's feeding that into her for sure yeah and I think like when you see her talking to Terry Maloney and when you see mm-hmm. the way she speaks to Katie and like Katie's not even talking to her and she comes and sits down yeah. and is like well you don't need to tell Tom what to do with your dogs yeah. like the that pool. yeah that is like so Tom Sandoval like oozing yes. out of her I will say like again not that that's an excuse because like I also think she's disgusting and like the way that she has like handled this has been really repulsive but yeah I mean you can see with the core's light in her hand and the way she's Mm -hmm. screaming at Katie that this girl has really been taken by Tom Sandoval yeah and mom and I uh we're talking about it yesterday when she was here in town and we were talking about how like apparently her only friend now is joe uh-huh. who's um dating tom schwartz and i think that like again the people she is surrounding herself with right now are feeding that like they're mm-hmm. like you love him he loves you like you did what you had to do like you shouldn't have to apologize for that or whatever like we all have heard joe is Kristen Doty's crazy friend mm-hmm. like she must be really off the edge crazy like she was <laughs> living with Schwartz and pretending to be his roommate when they were like dating we've also all heard the rumors that the four of them were going on double dates together after Tom Schwartz found out but before the news broke mm-hmm. um, and it was still very much a secret affair and he was Tom Sandoval was still very much with Ariana and so I think that like for seven months she has had Tom Sandoval, Tom Schwartz who has shown himself to be like really not putting other people's feelings first ever and joe making her feel like she can do whatever she wants and feel fine about it she she i definitely think she has been manipulated but i also think that she's a very easily manipulated person Mm -hmm. and i think that she is one of those people who like really takes on the form of whoever she is with at the time Mm -hmm. and I think that, like, when she first got together with James, Mm -hmm. she was a lot like him. Mm -hmm. When he finally got sober and he was, like, doing better, Mm -hmm. she was, like, more tolerable. Mm -hmm. And then now she's acting like a narcissist. Yeah, and I think, like, whether she was manipulated by Tom or not, like, I don't really see a capacity for loyalty to her friends. No. Like, at all. Or at least not, like, loyalty past one person. Like, she's gonna pick one person and, like, that's it. Um, I cannot believe I forgot to write this in our notes. I don't know if you have heard this. Mm-hmm. Also, FYI, Mary and I's family has a Vanderpump Rules group chat for <laughs> all the new tea. So all this stuff I'm saying, I don't know if you've seen this. We probably saw it at the same time. So yeah. I don't remember if this was in the group, but I did see some pretty uh, proof-ish, some evidence mm-hmm. that the night of the something about her look-see... Bef- mm-hmm. But before they went to Sir, mm-hmm. Joe, Schwartz, Sandoval, and Raquel went on a double date that night to Kyle Chan's party. They're all in the outfits that they wear to Sir after something mm-hmm. about her. And so basically, Tom, on his way to go see his essentially wife's new business, yeah. and then going in and telling her how proud he was, yeah. went on a date with Raquel, Joe, and Schwartz to this party. Yeah. Um, I did not see that. There's pictures of them in the outfits. They're all in the outfits. 
Although, can you remind me, did Sandoval and Schwartz... Oh, they did. They did show up at something about her with the flowers. Yes. Okay. And I, um, yes. And but Raquel did not. I have not seen that, but I have seen, um people posting snippets of the party at the location before they go to sir where like tom sandoval is texting like the entire time the girls are talking other than like when he hands ariana the flowers and kisses her like he's on his phone Uh, um so yeah that makes sense yeah so i mean obviously we didn't see joe at sir i don't know if she came um probably not because it was katie's event yeah Yeah, so i'll we can post pictures of it once this episode drops but yes pretty i mean pretty damning hard hard to assume that schwartz sandoval and raquel were all wearing the same outfits another night (laughs) yeah those the sandoval and raquel are not outfit repeaters no no um they might be cheaters but outfit repeaters they're not Mm -mm. i also like um that would make a lot of sense for how raquel acted that night she was riled up from from this like secret rendezvous date with like Mm -hmm. all the people who are in her on this and she is like really feeling herself for it and then also ariana was having such a big night Mm-hmm. that like it would have been weird if sandoval sandoval hadn't been like with ariana throughout the night and i feel like that could like upset raquel and she's mm-hmm. just like fiery about it and so like yeah i could see all of that clicking together yeah and being what happened that's so crazy yeah katie has posted or talked about at least like screenshots of conversations between herself and joe when joe first like moved in with schwartz Mm -hmm. or when like they first got divorced and like how joe was like very like apologetic to katie for what she's going through and all of this stuff while she essentially was dating schwartz and then moved in with him Mm -hmm. and so like again this is not the kind of person and we already know like Raquel doesn't give two shits about Katie mm-hmm. um, but like this is not the kind of person that you want to like model your behavior after that yeah. like she was saying like I'm so sorry that you're going through this like I'm here to support you however you need like I hate that this is happening but let me move in with your current husband before y'all get a divorce mm-hmm. like that's not who you like of course that's her only friend right yeah so I was going to ask, where do you fall on the theory that Raquel made out with Schwartz, not because Sandoval asked her to or as part of a cover-up, but because she was trying to make him jealous because she's single, but he's still with Ariana. So she's like, look what I can do, but you, like, you can't even get mad because you're not being with me. Like, people have theorized that it was actually yeah. more spiteful toward him. Um, and that's yeah, why she continues to flirt. He, like, talked about how it made him feel on Howie Mandel. Mm-hmm. That, like, oh, I didn't feel jealous. I don't know. I do... I, I honestly, like, can't put any malicious behavior past her. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's very plausible that she wanted to bother him. Yeah. Make him jealous or whatever. But I also genuinely think that she was making out with Schwartz to hurt Katie. Yeah. Like, at the core of it both of them her and Schwartz I think it was to hurt Katie and Tom Sandoval said that like that he, that's why he was glad they made out I was so proud yeah. yeah and that like 
I think that I think that at the foundation that was why she did it it wasn't because and like I've told you this that I think that all of her interviews where she's talking about her crush on Tom Schwartz I think she's like talking about Sandoval Mm -hmm. and just saying Schwartz so I really don't think she's ever really liked him Mm -hmm. but I think that yeah I don't think she ever really liked him I think that she really wanted to hurt Katie and I think that it was a nice little side effect that it maybe made Sandoval jealous and I think that despite what he says I think he was jealous Mm -hmm. and I think that him like smacking her on the butt when Ariana told him to stop saying her name I think like that was like you're still mine like stop stop that Mm -hmm. girl like I can do what I want too yeah I I did so camera it's like he really forgets there's cameras there yeah I am empathetic I like from the moment that he had the interaction with Miami girl at the bar where she's like says hello to him mm-hmm. and he just like goes white and like eyes are all big and he's like I have to go <laughs> like I like from that moment I'm like this guy really doesn't understand that he is on a TV show mm-hmm. like yeah he, and like it continues like he's like just no like grip on reality none okay well yeah next week will be that i guess so this week this past week was the supposed to be finale and this coming week will be the actual finale the post scandal tapings do we know anything is it gonna be two hours i don't know but i know that ariana is on watch what happens live after yeah Woo! and i know that the reunion is three parts long okay and then there's and gonna be that- all the stuff on peacock Yes, the peacock is going to have the extended cut of the reunion. Um, We also know that the physical altercation that they talked about was clearly between James and Tom Sandoval, which I I kind of figured because they had already said it wasn't between the Toms. Mm -hmm. And, like, I feel like James is probably not going to fight Schwartz. Like, that's not public enemy number one right now. And so, like, yeah, so they were the ones who had to be um, restrained from one another. Andy said, my cards! <laughs> my cards! <laughs> I need those. Poo-poo heads. Yes. Oh, I miss the... I'm really excited that it'll be like a recap of when James crawled across the floor and said, you came crawling back! Mm, it's so funny. He's so funny. I like really like he's like my favorite person to watch now mm-hmm. that Stalky is off of the show. Yeah. Yeah. I also like it really upset me in the last episode, or the last, not the last episode, the one before, that Tom was wearing the yellow robe Smith shirt. Like, that is such a good moment. Like, how dare you mm-hmm. wear that to your mistress's birthday? Like, I deserve the yellow robe Smith shirt yeah. more than you do. The heck. Yeah. Now I want one. You should get one. James is selling merch. It could be it could be yellow robe smith. It could be yellow smith. (laughs) So good. Okay. Uh, Next up. Listen, we would stay on this forever. But we could. Um Love is Blind. Yes. Oh, Nick and Vanessa are here (laughs) to stay. Yeah, I feel like I have, like, a fresh brain with this because I just watched seasons three and four this past week. Um, I hadn't caught up on them yet. And, like, in both reunions, the amount of times that Vanessa was, like, you know, first love is blind, baby, like, was so... Like, in and of itself was annoying. But then in the season four reunion, she she was saying, like, well, I'm, I'm obviously not going to ask, like, if you're trying right now, but, like, when do you think there will be a love is vibe? Like, are you pregnant? Like, just the sheer, like, just having no idea that that's not okay. Mm-hmm. 
after saying like well obviously i'm not gonna ask if you're trying right now like you shouldn't be asking any of those questions and like you gotta let it go like when it happens you can be like oh my gosh our first, first love is fine, baby yeah but like until then like you need to chill the frick out and like i just have to wonder like how many times or how crazy it would have gotten if the reunion had worked out being live oh my god it would have been insufferable well that's my question is like it wasn't live yeah but was it edited at all i also wondered that but then i feel like it must have been edited because i feel like it was the same length as all of the other episodes unless they were gonna try to make it that length anyway yeah. um because it was gonna be live so i was wondering that were they gonna like have to make sure we don't go past this amount of time or was it yeah. just kind of gonna be a free-for-all and like be like three hours but yeah The thing is, my biggest concern when they announced it was going to be live, before we even saw all the shit go down, I said how, first of all, like, people that were on Love is Blind, they, in and of themselves, like, I can't imagine if I had to watch a Bravo reunion live. Like, they just, people just talk, they yell, like, there's stuff that I want clipped out, because I don't need to see everything. So I was already nervous that, like, Nick and Vanessa better be on their A-game if there's no editing and it's live, and they better be able to cut people off. Like, I don't trust their ability to say, like, hey, we're moving on. Like, Andy Cohen could keep people, like, on a schedule, I think. Yes. But, like, I did not have any faith that they could do that now obviously they sucked the live reunion sucked even more than they thought and they sucked even more than i thought but yeah disaster i was gonna say this like about nick and vanessa because don't they also host they hold the ultimatum maybe right and the perfect match i think and i think they host the perfect match and so like i don't watch those so i don't know for sure but i'm pretty sure that they do and it just made me think of like netflix's tendency to utilize the same actors over and over like those all those christmas movies that came out mm-hmm. with vanessa ann hudgens all of the like teen romance movies with noah centineo like i just i feel like they're like oh this this person's great at this kind of mm-hmm. thing so we're gonna have them do all of them mm-hmm. and so like i like I'm not totally surprised that they're going to continue hosting Love is Blind because they host all these other things too. And like, I feel like Netflix would rather just have hosts that annoy people than recast mm-hmm. the hosts for all these different shows. Yeah. Yeah. And fans were hoping for Lauren Speed and Cameron Hamilton yeah. from season one. So it would have been yeah. like, it wouldn't have been like a total new recast because like these people have already existed in this world. But Netflix stripped us of those dreams. I didn't realize that they had actually started a change.org petition that got 40,000 signatures for this. But yeah, it seems that it got really bad. Nick and Vanessa turned off comments on Instagram. Paul Peden posted that Vanessa mailed him apology flowers after the reunion um, for the way that she spoke to him, which was kind of a shock. Like, I just was like, I did not realize we hated Paul so much i thought we hated mike yeah and like i was fully i was gonna say the part where she's talking to marshall and she goes ah (laughs) (laughs) it made me so uncomfortable i was like i never want to watch this again like yeah i can't deal with this ah just gonna... yeah so weird skip um, the reunions yeah she was being she was <laughs> she was being just off the rails mm-hmm. i felt like yeah and i was ready to give micah the benefit of the doubt and to like hear her out yeah but i wasn't ready for us to just flip the switch yeah and like go I mean, for paul 
Yeah, I like uh, watching it after everyone else watched it. I like, I obviously did not like Irina and I didn't like Micah with Irina. But once Irina was removed from the equation, I was like, Micah's not that bad. Like, he seemed to get along, like, at the dress fittings and Mm -hmm. stuff. Like, she was really, like, being a good friend to everyone. Like, like, making good small talk and, like, seemed to be getting along well with everyone. And, like, they, like, cried for her when her and her mom were crying over Micah having been sick as a child and everything. And so I was like, okay, like, she's really not that bad. Mm -hmm. I felt like her friends were worse than anything. Mm -hmm. And obviously at the reunion, Irina also sucked still but like i i felt like micah wasn't that bad but i really didn't see any fault in paul for not wanting to marry her and so like i was also surprised that she like jumped on his throat for it yeah it was strange yeah um deep d and natalie have a podcast um Mm -hmm. i think it's called out of the pods yeah they have i think lightly defended nick and vanessa Mm mm-hmm They've said, like, it's understandable why people feel that way, but, like, we really like them, and they were, like, mom and dad in the pods, and which I think is, like, fair that, like, they're likable humans more than they are good hosts, you know? Like, yeah, if y'all like being around them, like, that's cool. I think, like, they're not cut out for this. <laughs> yeah. I also think that they're the kind of people who push the idea that they're mom and dad mm-hmm. onto everyone, because I think they they say, like, when are Auntie Vanessa and Uncle Nick gonna get those Love is Blind babies? And, mm-hmm. like, they're like, did you really think you were gonna have your dress fitting without Mama Vanessa? Like, mm-hmm. I think they really, like, make sure that everyone feels that way, and I think less because they just naturally are that for the contestants, but more because, like, they're like, we are. We are your mother and father. hmm Yeah. <laughs> like, they really want it, <laughs> which is, like, fine, I guess, but... Yeah. I guess it makes sense also, since we're hearing about these awful conditions... You need, yeah. a, you need a mother and father because you are not allowed yeah. to leave. You can't yeah. have water and food and you can't leave yeah. here. And, like, I know, like, on Nick Viles' podcast, like, I did not hear the unedited version that Danielle was talking about. The version that I did hear was, like, the one where he says that he, what he was trying to point out was that he knows the conditions were not good and that he did not, like, he agreed she probably shouldn't have passed Mm-hmm. the psychological evaluation and that it probably wasn't a good situation for her because he said like knowing the conditions that he was in when he was a contestant on the bachelorette when he was in bachelor in paradise when he was the bachelor weren't good so he had a feeling that they weren't on love is blind either mm-hmm. um which essentially is what she confirmed that the conditions were not good on love is blind but the way that he said it on his podcast was like very insensitive Mm -hmm. to her mental health and her suicide attempts from the past that like um she said like i shouldn't have been able to go on the show Mm -hmm. they should have that should have been a red flag for them Mm -hmm. but like he didn't need to like say it the way he did but yeah that like she shouldn't have been on the show in the first place but once she was like it really wasn't a good situation for anyone yeah well and i think without we don't need to talk too much about suicidal ideation but basically like just what i saw was so like trivializing in that he just was talking about like having these thoughts like because your meal comes out wrong or like something yeah that is obviously quite mocking you know and like doesn't (sighs) 
like encompass any of the seriousness of this. I also think like sure should should Danielle have been on if she has had um, issues with her her mental health in the past and any suicidal ideation. Like no, she shouldn't have. But it sounds like the love is blind conditions are so awful that. <laughs> people who have never had any issues with their mental health would also really struggle in that environment. Like, being denied sleep, food, water, and any sort of support or the ability to leave, I think, is is not going to be good for any person. It wouldn't Uh, be healthy for anyone. Yeah, so I think, like... Sure, Danielle had a specific situation, but I also think, like, let's not downplay that, like, this was fucking up a lot of people. Um, Yeah. And we obviously know that, like, there's a lot that goes on on Love is Blind that is not filmed. Like, apparently some engagements that we didn't even see and a lot of contestants that we don't ever see because they're not relevant enough. And so, of course, these stories of, like, people that tried to leave and were told, no, you can't leave, like, how would yeah. we know? We would never know that, so... Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, it, I, it makes me question, like, are y'all getting engaged after six days because you want to get the hell out of here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, yeah, but it's not, like... And, and we know that, like, that they, um, like, Marshall confirmed that they switched up the scenes of Jacqueline mm-hmm. breaking up with him and going on the date with Josh that she did break up with him first and then went on the date and that's not how it was aired and so like there's clearly like some editing like lack of concern for how the contestants feel mm-hmm. and like you have to also think are these people getting engaged in the in the middle of a minty bee like mm-hmm. um okay so we get to live with more Nick and Vanessa it's gonna be great. Hopefully no more attempts at live reunions. Um, yeah. Please, God. Okay, I know nothing about this TikTok girl that claimed to me Madeline yes. McCann, so this is Mary's. Okay, so um, a woman from Poland, uh, I say recently, but it's been like, I think a couple months of this, um, but she had gone viral on TikTok because she was claiming that she was Madeline McCann. Um, if you don't know who Madeline McCann was, she is a girl who went missing in 2007 when she was three years old her family was on vacation in portugal at the time and her parents and her parents friends were out to dinner at the resort they were staying at um and they said like it was just like a few feet away from their condo room so they left the kids at the condo to sleep while they went to dinner um and that they could go back and check on them at any time they thought it was totally safe and one of the times that they went back to check on them madeline was gone um she's never been found um she's never been confirmed whether she was kidnapped killed she's alive or anything so this girl on TikTok, her name is Julia Faustina. Um, she went on TikTok and she posted like comparison pictures and like came up with all these reasons that she believed she was Madeline McCann. The main things she pointed out were that like they're the same age that she was three in 2007 as well and that they had the same like pattern of heterochromia, um, which like heterochromia is when your eyes are two different colors, but the patterns that Julia and Madeline had where that like each eye also has a speck of the other color in it and i put in my notes my dog also has that exact pattern of heterochromia she has one blue eye with a brown speck and one brown eye with a blue speck so like i don't know how rare it is (laughs) um if that's really great piece of evidence but she also said that like 
she didn't have a birth certificate and that she has no photos of her childhood and that her she doesn't have any photos of her mom pregnant and that um when she would ask about like her family's heritage or about her childhood that her parents just like shut it down we're like no, we're not answering that question so she submitted a dna test to like something like 23andme it said it didn't say what the website actually was though and she came back as being 100 polish um which i feel like is kind of a rarity in those kinds of but okay yeah she was 100 percent polish and that she had no none of the same heritage as madeline mccann would have so it's not like a dna test that said like you're not madeline mccann but like madeline mccann was not 100 percent polish yeah so like and you're not related to any of her relatives yeah and like and madeline mccann's parents and her sister have kind of said like and you know if she takes the test and she is great but like i don't think she is and and so like they would have said like no actually madeline was 100 percent polish and so like she's obviously not madeline mccann but um she she was on dr phil at one point and she's like telling him that about like that there are no photos and no birth certificate like there's no record of my birth or childhood and he talked to her parents and they were like that's not true like she has hidden these things so that like in her tiktok video she's like look you can't find my birth certificate anywhere they're like we did have her birth certificate she took them and like got rid of them i guess because we don't have them anymore and like they said like all the photos were gotten rid of and whatever and so like she's just like really trying to like feed into this idea and like villainize them but she's doing it herself, they say. And then um, she also told Dr. Phil that she is going to get, like, a more legitimate DNA test to see who her parents are, but that if these are her biological parents, that she will not, like, she still won't talk to them because she just feels like they're lying to her, basically. Um, I just at least thought this girl was adopted. Like, knew that she was adopted and that is where this all came from. And, like, I think that was part of her story at first. Yeah. But then her parents were like, no and then and the other thing is like that if that was the case then like it shouldn't bother you that there are no pictures of your mom pregnant right because you know your mom wasn't pregnant with you yeah um and so yeah i think that like based on the things she said to dr phil and that her parents said like she isn't adopted either um but that they have upset her to the point where she doesn't want to be in contact with them anymore regardless but well yeah the hunt Um, for madeline mccann continues yeah and like when i was looking at everything that had happened with this so far um a lot of the results that came up pointed out that like this is the first time madeline mccann's sister has spoken about her disappearance ever Mm. like she disappeared 2007 her sister was a child too Mm -hmm. and this is the first time she's ever spoken about her sister's disappearance and so like um i think that it's just a lot of like pain coming back up for madeline mccann's family yeah I'm sure. Okay, any final thoughts? We'll be so excited to be back after the Vanderpump finale. We will be back for more gossip next week. Bye! Bye! Next time on The Housewife Did It, we'll be talking about a true crime case. We will dive into the crimes of Ed Buck and the deaths of Timothy Dean and Jamel Moore. Mm -hmm.